Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And we got a fun one for you this week. Nintendo Direct just got announced. The new Legend of Zelda game has a release date, $70. We talk about why games are $70 and a whole lot more in new gaming. We talk about all the AI stuff that's out, the chatbots, the the paints, all that good stuff, along with all of the new tech from CES. And we're also going to talk about how some game companies are implementing DRM and DLSS in some not-so-fantastic ways. Lots of fun stuff. This week's episode, Tabletop Trio Podcast. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome to... Yet another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And we've got a fun one for you today. A lot of, lot of good stuff that we're going to be talking about. A lot of more techie kind of like nitty gritty hobby stuff. And I'm excited for it for yeah. sure. A lot of stuff happened this week. Um, oh yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff with that. Uh, we'll take a trip down memory lane as well. So this is going to be a fun one for sure today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured we'll, uh, we'll start off today. There was a big Nintendo announcement. Yeah. Which well, is fun. Well, <laughs> two big Nintendo announcements. Forced. One was forced. Are you ready for the first big Nintendo announcement? Let's do it. They did it. They finally apologized. <laughs> Nintendo Canada apologized for Pokemon. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't think... She's going to get shot later. She's... <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to get epstein N- Nintendo... <laughs> Nintendo Canada will just no longer exist. <laughs> I'm going to kill yourself. She's gone. <laughs> so she uh, she apologized for uh, for terrible Pokemon, for, for all of the things that are wrong. So that was that was a shock. Everyone was like, Nintendo, apologize? All right, now Microsoft, what? do the same thing for Halo. Never going to happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> but Halo is perfect, Bronson. Don't you know? There's never I, been any issues. There I is know, no war in Ba Sing Se. I know you're trolling me, but even hearing you say that boils my blood. <laughs> so that was the first announcement. The second announcement, because were a lot of announcements of announcements. Well, they they had their um, they had a gun to their head because news leaked when a listing went up accidentally. I believe it was on Walmart for yeah. the new. Zelda game that is listed at $69.99. Not nice. Not nice. I knew it was coming. I know. I hate the fact that games are now seventy. I I was thinking about it as someone who has a lot of old games and you know, when you really think about it, when we were games were during our age with like the Genesis and the Super Nintendos. Most games were thirty nine ninety nine to forty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. but there were a couple of um, some crazy ones where I think it was like one of the Final Fantasy games, um, and like something else um, that were like a hundred bucks. So, I mean that's that's a thing. So nowadays, fast forward what almost twenty five years, thirty years, yeah. Counted for inflation, what's forty to uh, fifty dollars in in now times? It's like one hundred and thirty bucks, one hundred forty bucks. Yeah, and we've had them still at sixty from like the PS two era. I think was fifty. Yeah, was fifty nine yes. was yes. when PS one went to PS two. Then they were so. like, they were like, hey, these new discs are special, so 
sorry. Yeah. And they raise the price. Yeah. And, like, that I understand, but the fact now that, like, games nowadays are never shipped fixed. That's or 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 correct. Or so that's full. one of my issues. The and other issue is I shouldn't be paying full price for a half game. Well, there's that, and then the other big thing, the media's gone. Under I, I get Nintendo because they're still selling cartridges that taste terrible, but <laughs> when it comes to I love I love the fact that people still lick them just because they taste bad. It was for children. That was a design. That was not a flaw. Didn't yeah. stop Ali's fucking dog. <laughs> Different taste buds. He probably loved it. <laughs> so that's a that's a thing that we're dealing with. But I hate that the people that have been releasing seventy dollars games are the same people you'd expect to release seventy dollars games. Yeah, Activision and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Call of Reboot and Nintendo. Yeah. Luckily, that's... I got a discount because I have. Um like game pass or whatever. Like, so I got it at like 50 instead of 70 or whatever it was. What through Nintendo? No, no for, um, the call 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 shitty. Yeah. Um, beat the game in like a week. And it's like, Oh, that's that. Well, thought there'd be more to that, but okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you thought there'd be more to a call of duty game. I, I thought the story would be longer. That was your first mistake. I know the the stories now are like expectations. I know Yeah, the the stories now in call of duty are basically just like, we have to put it there because we always had one, but really you're here for multiplayer. Yeah. You're here for Warzone, which like Warzone's fun. I enjoy it, but like, so that's something that bothers me about call of duty is that they bundle all the goddamn games into the same launcher now. So when you turn the game on for the first time, you have no fucking idea where you're going. Mm -hmm. Because it is all over the place. It's really not cleanly put together. Not at all. I didn't know if if I was switching to different game modes. I didn't know if I was switching... To completely different games, I or, went to go click something, and it was like, "Hey, you have to buy that." I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> which which I think it was a Call of Duty game. Do you remember which one that you'd open the launcher, and if you clicked on the wrong option, it would just stop that launcher and open up a separate launcher? That was the in between times. I think that's when we when we were playing five. Yeah, I think that was the in between. It would I, launch the older one. Now, I hated that. Yeah, now they're just all in one, mm-hmm. which is worse. And because now they just say, "Hey, you need to buy that one." And, like, one pet peeve I have with it is, and this is the stupidest thing ever, but how many times are we going to get Modern Warfare 2 but uh, be, five. like, three different versions of the game? But they're <laughs> all completely different. <laughs> the newest one is, like, utterly different. Yeah, the newest one is not the original Modern Warfare 2, but that's also not the other Modern Warfare. There, I think there are three Modern Warfare 2s that came out. I don't even know. And chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but... The most recent one was good. It followed off of some other Call of Duty, like, ghost game. Other one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the story. I don't know where they are and all these people. Like, all the people in this game, I thought, died in the original Modern Warfare story. Mm. Yeah. But it's, like, a different universe. Oh, um, so they're 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 split canonically. Like, it, I, it literally makes no sense because all of the people in this game should be dead. This is Activision. Yeah. Because then there's the Activision games, and then the Treyarch games, and then, like... Oh, that's right. There were different developers. Like, there were different developers, and some of them, like, Treyarch, I think, had the zombie games. Yeah. The other, 
developer had like uh, basically Warzone and those types of games and like right. I there's just too much going on mm. where it's just like eh. and during the World Cup they had Lionel Messi as a playable character in Call of Duty. <laughs> like you could be Messi versus Pele. Like <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it was the dumbest fucking thing to see Lionel Messing running around with an AK-47. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's... I, you know what? <clears throat> I, I have less intense thoughts about Call of Duty because although it's the same game over and over again, um, <clears throat> they have a target market. That target market truly enjoys when a new one comes out. And oh, even yeah. though it's basically the same, it's not like they're forcing a product out that's like, that nobody wants and it's annoying mm -hmm. at, at least it's only annoying to people who just are tired of seeing call of duty stuff like fans of call of duty when these new games come out are like oh my god i'm so hype here comes the new call of duty they can't yeah. be excited to spend 70 dollars on basically a multiplayer game i i <sighs> can't imagine after spending the money that i've spent on skins in valorant and apex that that's the thing 70 though. bucks would kill me it's a 70 dollar game <clears throat> with microtransactions mm -hmm. like a lot of them I feel like the same. It's the same ilk of the people who buy all the new FIFA games or all the new Madden games. Like, yeah, it's the same shit year after year with new players on teams and new jerseys. Maybe if a team got a new jersey, See, I don't mind that though. But and that's here's, the thing, I don't mind it either. Here's like, the thing. I I genuinely enjoy the Call of Duty games and like Warzone and that kind of stuff. But I'm not gonna like sit there and be like, oh my god, it's the best. They're all the same, like with little tiny tweaks here and there. But like, here, I, here's my hot take on on all this. Right, I don't care about microtransactions in games so much if they're not performance affecting. Uh, affecting, they're not pay to win, mm -hmm. and they're not loot boxes. Loot boxes, I fucking detest, and I'll yes. never buy a loot box in a game, ever, including Apex, including whatever I play. I think the fact that loot boxes were ever put in games targeted at children is absolute bullshit. Mm. I think it's yeah. it inst it instills in kids the desire to gamble and sets a terrible precedent. Yeah, mm. I agree. Um, and then even in adults, I, I think that <clears throat> basically putting in a type of reward system that's real money based that's so inconsistent in most cases that you are nearly guaranteed in some games to be wasting your money mm -hmm. is absolute fucking bullshit. And I'm so glad that, that other uh, countries started cracking down on that, forcing the U.S. to crack down on it. Yeah, yeah um, but now we're getting what we have now, which is arguably worse. I, I don't agree with that because there are ways that companies put out to earn skins that are non-pay skins. And no one is forcing anybody to buy a skin in a video game. You don't, mm -hmm. I don't need a Valorant gun skin to play Valorant. Oh yeah, but it's not just skins. That's the thing now. See, microtransactions used to uh, unlock things. Like in Madden, you unlock players. You got, you buy packs. You, you get packs. And that's what bothers, like all of the, uh, but like the EA said, sports games. That no, that's is, to get players. I know. That is performance effect. Yes. Right. That is pay to win. Right. That I hate. That's I hate that. manipulative. If it's purely cosmetic, don't care. Do your thing. Right, so that's what EA is all about, pay. Because I think they do that with FIFA now too, right? It's, they, every, it's like the ultimate team or every whatever. Every single EA sports game has that because they do ultimate team. Whether it's Madden, NHL, FIFA, 
Uh, I think they still do an NBA game. I'm not sure. No, I think that's 2K. But, but they like, do the same thing. But even then, yeah, even with 2K, they have that as well. They were the worst. Which they, 2K the was most the worst egregious. because they charged so like $30 if you wanted an Afro for your player. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> the it's, Afro was like $30. It's, it's a mix Jeez. between that. Like, they've basically taken 2K and turned it into an MMORPG. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, to the point where you have to pay or play X amount of games, which is some ridiculous amount to earn the amount of in-game currency, mm-hmm. or you can just pay to buy points to upgrade your player. So you're literally paying to get, oh, I want to have an all-99 overall player? Well, I guess you're going to be shelling out a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Which is absurd, but... Yep. They do that. Yep. The, the people that do it hardcore are and that that is a bit much for me. <laughs> and for the chat who says, you know, maybe benefit of the doubt, they're changing the game every year. Uh EA was caught with on I think it was last year's Madden game, uh, with the textures of I guess they did they forgot it had I think it was the Super Bowl from the year prior. All over the graphics. Yeah. So it was literally the same game. They forgot to update the stadium. Wow. Yeah. There were banners. And like, granted, it was parts of the arena that you didn't really see. It was like in the corner or like on like fan t-shirts or like up in like the rafters. But still, it's like. It's still disingenuous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was. (laughs) Selling an old product is new. There was a NASCAR game. I think it was NASCAR Heat 5, which I did not buy because. The developer is just garbage. Mm. In victory lane of one of the racetracks, Mm -hmm. which you don't go in or anything like that, still had the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series logo (laughs) from late 2000s. And this was a game based off of the 2019 season. (laughs) So where did they get the map from? They went from Sprint Cup to Monster Energy to just the NASCAR Cup Series. Right. Three logos and like 12 years, and they had it in there. Yeah, so where did they get that map from? Or did they just pull an old and they're just, you know? It was the same team that made like the previous games. Mm-hmm. And the first one, I think, was still, was like the last year of Sprint mm. before they went to Monster. So they just had that. They just had that, but they never updated. It. And this was a game. That in two, in the in NASCAR Heat three or four mm. had the proper logo, <laughs> so they went backwards. So they went backwards. Love that. I, <sighs> then again, Motorsport Games is a terrible company yeah. that everyone straight up quit. Mm. Like, and they're in bankruptcy. Oh, good. Um, and there's a whole thing between them and IndyCar, which caused iRacing to not allow players to broadcast anything involving the IndyCar. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because they IndyCar signed an exclusive agreement with Motorsport Games. Mm. Um, and because of that, starting December for or January first of this year, e, uh iRacing can no longer broadcast anything involving IndyCar. They can still keep the car because I was gonna ask because you paid for them. Yeah, well, they keep the car because Delara makes the car. Mm. So it's no longer the IndyCar, it's the Delara IR eighteen. Oh, they renamed it. Yeah. Um but in with that, the official series cannot be raced on any track that IndyCar goes to. Mm. Um, iRacing also every year has the the iRacing Indy 500. Can't do that anymore. Because mm. they would take 
they would do the Indy 500 in iRacing. Right. Can't do that because it's now the Indy stuff. Mm. Those cars are not allowed to be raced on any track that IndyCar currently goes to. All because of exclusive agreements between them and the scam company that's Motorsport Games. Mm. Wow. Well, on the upside, I saw some fun stuff on the horizon for iRacing because I got a very long email with an update. Oh, yeah. So that'll be fun to see. They're they're redoing their their weather effects for the tires and stuff. Yeah, they're they're redoing the tire model that should be coming out next build. Mm. Um, They've been working on rain for the last two years. Which I cannot oh, wait for right. rain. It never rains in iRacing. Yeah, because they, they don't have that ability yet, but they're working on it. That's going to be terrifying. Well, it's already hard. Because they're they're <laughs> going into so much detail as to, like, the low points on the track where water pools. Oh, my God. Like, grading and, um, like, water runoff. Yeah, because well, they're laser scan maps. So yeah, like, that And where out. all of, like, the, the grates are for water and storm water and storm drains oh, and so all they, that kind of they shit. they had like, to, like... Redo the map. Weather patterns for each area the track is located in. Like, I wonder if they're going to have dynamic weather. They are. Wow. They are. So you could, you could pretty much do a 24 hour race and have it. So like, Oh, there is a chance of rain. There could be a pop-up shower, Mm. you know, like that kind of stuff, which is so cool to see. I'm I'm already bad at the game. I I, I <laughs> last thing we need slick tires. Yeah, I don't need wet tires on top of that. <laughs> well, the good news is in the rain, you don't want to race on the racing line because water plus rubber equals no grip. Oh, good. I'll be better because I'm bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the slower you go, the faster you go. No, I don't. I don't get that one. <laughs> so, um, I guess this leads to. We'll talk about the new the new Zelda game. It looks really nice. It does. I am just starting Breath of the Wild now. Mm, just now. Just now. Mm. Um, I started it. Maybe okay. Maybe I started like in the beginning of the month, but it is so good. I'm really enjoying like the look of it, the you know the the art, gameplay, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, remember that that game came out 2017. It was 2017 or 2015? 17. It's 2017. Pokemon came out this year, and it looks like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh trust me. I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm excited to see the new. It looked crazy. I didn't know what the title was, because I think it's um, Tears of the Kingdom yep. or Tears of the it's, Kingdom. It's I'm tears. not sure. Is it Tears? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Because Tears also works when reading the title without yeah. any context. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, looking through, uh, according to IGN, um, whereas standard edition of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom will be the first Switch exclusive to retail for $69.99. Mm. The collector's edition mm. is going to cost $129.99. That's about... Includes a physical version of the game, an art book, a steelbook case, an icon art... Uh, icon art Steel poster and a set of four pin badges. God, I hate the icon art. Can we can we just kill that Nintendo? It it why? And there's a new Link amiibo. Yeah, which gives players access to material and weapons as well as special fabric for Link's paraglider. They've been doing that since uh, Breath of the Wild came out. And that comes out May twelfth. Because I got 
the amiibo for Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, but it worked on the Switch. Hmm. I've never understood amiibos. Uh, it's basically an NFC tag on the bottom of a, a piece of plastic. In fact, if you go on Amazon, if you need them, like, um, well, you have Animal Crossing, so you'll need them. Uh, if you want to move in a certain villager, oh, instead yeah. of, like, randomly hoping, you could just grab the NFC and be like, boop, and it'll be like, hey, this villager, do you want to move here? And be like, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> yes. So you could buy oh, in, fuck. instead I'm of... i to do that. I want... There's one villager that I want, and I might have to do that. You just got to see if they made... Uh, an amiibo for it. Oh, so I don't think they did. So there the might amiibo, be an amiibo card because I know Animal Crossing has amiibo cards. Yeah, you'll never find them. They yeah. released them once and then never sold them again. I still go to a GameStop almost every other month and I ask them and they go, ha ha ha, no. <laughs> uh, and I was like, are they ever, have, like, have they ever released them again? And they went, I think we got like four packs once like a year ago. Uh, and that was it. So I was I'm like, about to go on like Shopify or Redbubble or something like that and just get a knockoff like. Well, that's the dupe. That's card. what's on Amazon. Is you could buy instead of all the amiibos and collecting 800 friggin' plastic things, it's just like a plastic container with all of just the chips in it, and you can be like, hmm, that one, <laughs> put it back. Like I'm not. Like I don't want to pirate it, but like I also don't want that many pieces of plastic, and. Yeah. Also, I am really trying to give Nintendo my money and buy these friggin' cards. They're just not releasing it. I don't understand that. They don't like money. Like, I, 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 I <laughs> genuinely don't understand the, like how Nintendo does this consistently. We saw that even back with the Wii. Like, how hard I was worked, it to get a nunchuck controller? Never mind the nunchuck. It was everything. Yeah. I worked at Toys R Us when that happened. There used to be fights in the parking lot for the goddamn Wii Fit boards. <laughs> I almost yeah. fought a lady for a Wii Fit board <laughs> because I came in early like everyone else and I stood in line and there were like 150 people online and we had like six Wiis. So they would go out front and they would randomly hand out. It wasn't in line. You weren't the first six. We weren't doing that. We were just randomly... Like, you, 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 and you. Good. You're done. <laughs> I ended up getting one. I came in early. I got it. I got the switch. I got the board. I got, like, two or three controllers on top. But I had to get, like, the bundle controllers because the regular ones were all sold mm -hmm. out. So I spent all of I spent, like, $700 to get a fully loaded switch, even though I hated it. But my, my brother and my sister wanted it for, like, all the, the Mario shit. So I was like, fine. Yeah. Fine. So I got it. So I had it behind the counter in the um, in the back of the cabinet. Like, you know, where you could, like, behind me where people would come in and, like, ring up. So I had it just, like, in the back. Mm. Um, some lady comes up to me. It was the only Switch left. Or uh, only Wii, obviously. Oh, God. And they're like, can I have a, a Wii? And I was like, no, we don't have any left. She's like, what about that one? And I'm like, it very clearly, in big letters has a name on it. Yeah. Now, it also happens to be my name. <laughs> but I'm it's, not saying it's mine. But it but also has a receipt on top it's that shows it's been yours. paid for. Yeah. She's like, well, that's not fair. And I'm like, I don't care. Shoo. 
It, it is fair. I got here first. She yeah. goes, I want to talk you think to you're the manager. Special? So the manager comes up to me. I was friends with the manager. And he goes, Hey, um, what's 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 the problem? And she goes, I want a Wii, and there aren't any left except that one. And he goes, That one was already purchased. And she goes, No, it's in the it's it's behind the cabinet. It's not purchased. I want that one. Have him return it. He works here. That's not fair. And he goes, Yeah, it's uh that's not going to happen. Maybe I think our next delivery is next Tuesday. Stand out front around 6.30 in the morning. We hand out like six or eight tickets. Good luck. <laughs> Good Gio luck. in the chat says, audio and setup are looking sounding clean. Thank you. Thank you. And I got my 3080 similar to this Wii story. Oh, my God. You remember the, the fucking lines for, for no. the last generation GTX oh cards? Yeah, I was, I was aware. All the... The scammers and botters buying them for like three thousand dollars, four, five thousand, six thousand. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it was bad. So That's yeah, awful. it's the good thing is I don't think it's ever going to be that bad again. I, I hope not. PlayStation Five sold out for like two and a half years. Oh yeah, they were literally impossible to find. How well, much of that though was because of you know the whole COVID thing? Because people couldn't get PC cards so like next gen stuff you were limited to ps5 but the reason this is going to be the last generation they ever get that expensive is because mining in home rigs is done you can no longer buy a setup that's worth it to well, yeah. mine ethereum or bitcoin well they're moving to the proof of stake so what's going to happen yeah. next is uh hard drives are going to skyrocket mm-hmm. so uh if you need the storage buy in how so yeah i that whole thing i i don't think it's just the pc market though like why the playstation was always sold out because like you could always find an xbox so Mm -hmm. it wasn't exactly covid it was just i think playstation's up to 30 31 million consoles sold now wow yeah so like they are not like pedal pushing the amount of consoles they literally couldn't keep up with the demand even with the amount of consoles they were pushing, they are selling a lot. Like, they just mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And now you got uh, VR 2.0 coming out, which looks actually not that bad. What? Uh, so the PlayStation VR was for PlayStation. Oh, for uh, PlayStation. Yeah, it was got for it. PlayStation yeah, yeah. 4. Man, they made a VR 2? <laughs> it was, yeah. It was uh, not good. I, I bought it. Oh, Th- no. That's the one with the blue and red balls on the top of the controllers, right? Uh, they use the same controllers from PlayStation 3. So those? Mm-hmm. The little squishy tops? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, wow. I don't know because... So I got the VR. I didn't have to buy the little wand thingies because I already had them for uh, my PlayStation 3 because PlayStation 3 had... Uh, oh, God, what the fuck was it called? It wasn't eye candy. They finally gave up on that. But it was like the next iteration of eye candy so it was like remember. a it was a high definition camera then you could use the wand things and they i had like a pet one and stuff like that where you could like have, have like a no virtual clue. dog or whatever anyway they use so like usb 10 dogs yeah but like more <laughs> yeah. more real i yeah. remember when you got that you were like playing it at your house and i was like this is dope and then like maybe a week later i was like not so dope. Yeah. Like, it was the, like a cool, but then also yeah, I'm neat. like 18 or 19. Okay, now what? Quick. And like, there was nothing for it. Yeah. Nothing engaging anyway. So I, I think mm-hmm. they only, ha- they only made like 
17 games. There weren't a lot. And then the same kind of thing happened with the VR for the PlayStation 4 was like I bought Gran Turismo because I was like, oh my God, Gran Turismo, VR, yes. And then I played it, but to put it into VR mode, it knocked the graphics down to the point where it was like, yeah, I'm basically using a PlayStation two. Oh God. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Back to like Gran Turismo two. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> That's why everyone loved the skyline. It's already square anyway. Like yeah. graphics Jeez. were just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of new video game technology mm-hmm. and how everybody is obsessed with AI lately, Mm-hmm. and how it's becoming pervasive in my everyday life with discussions about it, we might as well drag a little bit of that here. Mm, let's mm-hmm. do it. So I want to have a conversation about developers using shitty methods of DRM mm-hmm. and in combination with DLSS. I was really excited for that new like Bioshock-esque game that's about to come out. Uh, something Heart? Atomic Heart, Atomic, I think Atomic it is. Heart, right, right. Thank you. Um until I found out that they're using like a really performance restricting DRM mm-hmm. on it. And the developer's answer to that is don't worry. DLSS fixes it. <laughs> and it very clearly does not. And it's like a goofy band-aid fix to that. And don't worry. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just like for a brief overview, Joe and I talked a little bit about this before the show, just so I could kind of get my mindset on like, some facts and and organize my thoughts. There is a couple different things that DLSS does, but the, the specific thing that I think sucks um, for some settings is that it generates interim frames based on AI rendering of what it thinks you want the screen to look like. Now, some of these frames are so fast that your eyes don't pick them up, but you have problems. I guess I want to call it rough, like interpolation. Like it, so guesses. So TVs used to do this. Yeah. If you remember, yep. it was about when you were selling them 2010 to like 2016 when those 120 hertz TVs came out. Yeah. This is what they were doing exactly. Yeah. Because so you were watching a football game or a soccer game or whatever game you would kick. You see the guy kick the ball. They're only making the game at 60 frames when you are getting recording, cable, transmitting. It's, it's only 60, yeah. but the TV is 120 now. So the TV would look at the frame and then look at the next frame and be like, all right, the ball should probably be in the middle and then put a picture of the ball in the middle. And that's how you got 120 frames. This is the same thing, but for video game and AI now. And it, it's guessing a lot more of the frames in between. So like the the NVIDIA DLSS page shows an example of RTX off 22 FPS an RTX on at 98 FPS or 89 FPS with DLSS enabled. And for a game like, let's say, like a single player game, like mm-hmm. a like a Gran Turismo or something like that, or Forza, right? That, that would be fine, right? Because mm, I'd say more of like a Tomb Raider type game would be fine. If you're trying to that. race at 22, but the game is putting out 80, you're crashing a lot. That explains my eye rating. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure that's it, Bob? That's, pro- that's I'm projecting. blaming the hardware. That's, that's projecting. I, I'm, it's, it's always the car's fault. It's never the driver. But where it's I can not s- the squishy thing between the seat and pedals. <laughs> User error. Yeah. Um, the thing that really bothers me about it is what about in like FPS games? I would never want an interpolated frame in an FPS game. 
I don't ever want the game to show me where something is not. That's that's the computer guessing where you think a player is going to move. Mm-hmm. I, I really like... I don't think it was... So it wasn't a big deal like with the TVs like I was talking about because that was only every other frame. So it's not a big deal because it's only having to guess one. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's between two pitchers. Y- you'll figure it out. But I think the biggest issue now is um, it's guessing like, you know, 60% of the time of like, you know, every four frames, every, yeah, four frames, yeah, three or four frames. That's a lot. And think about oh, yeah. how bad that impacts movement shooters, like in Apex, mm-hmm. when you have somebody like, you I are know correct. they kind of took out tap strafing, but. Um, <laughs> Interpolation was huge in 1.6, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, even think about it with, with speed running when it comes to like frames and everything. Uh, Games Done Quick mm-hmm. was a few mm-hmm. weeks ago or a couple months ago, whatever it was. These speed runners have gotten it down to the point where they need to get frame into certain areas where it's frame perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if something's running at like 60 frames, but it's being scaled to whatever this is. And I'll be honest, I understand the words, but I don't know what any of those words mean. Mm. Okay. So but like if they're coming down to that one single frame and it's getting screwed around like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's, that's exactly <laughs> you know? it. Like you need to know what's going on in each frame for some yep. applications, but more specifically like technology aside, because in, in, I want to say 99% of the use cases of DLSS, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have that 1% where yes, it should be off. Yes. You should be running native frames. Yes. It should be, you should be relying on the actual video card to generate what's there and not having an AI program guess. However, the main point that I want to make here is using DLSS as an excuse to not optimize your game, to have it broken from the start and ship a product like that, akin to what we were talking about earlier, is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People They're should basically not be using allowed, it as a crutch. Exactly. Yeah. People should not be allowed to pump out a half-assed bad product or a product worsened by a crappy DRM program mm-hmm. and then say, oh, don't worry, uh, AI will make up the frames in between and fix your frame rate. Yeah. That's that's such a fucking... That's lazy. And it's a bullshit lazy solution to a problem that you're inventing yourself. And the fact that we have DRM that is so significantly performance affecting mm-hmm. is fucking nonsense. What mm-hmm. about Valorant, which puts a kernel level fucking anti-cheat on your computer? What if somebody hacks into that? What if somebody manages to gain root access to your fucking computer through Valorant's anti-cheat? They have access to everything. Nothing's password oh, protected at the kernel more, level. More important, Valorant has access to your root level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if they decide to do something? Yeah. Absolute fucking nonsense. I hate when companies like not only take the shitty method, but people are like, that's the shitty method. You shouldn't do that. And they're like, tough. Yeah. yeah. You should do that. That's what I heard. <laughs> You're right. I should do You're that. You're right. I should do that. No, yeah, no, that's not it, what we mean. It sucks because they're giving DLSS a bad name, which, I mean, I think, uh, uh, what is uh, AMD's version is uh, Super FX sampling or something. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, only AMD's is available to everyone. And NVIDIA, of course, is only available to NVIDIA cards. Par for the course. They've been doing Typical. it for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just what it is. G-Sync, cough, cough. Yeah, versus uh, whatever the AMD Free one sync. is. FreeSync. It's ah, in the yes. name. <laughs> it rhymes. 
I got duped when I bought my most recent monitor. I picked out a monitor. Allie got it for me for a Christmas present, only to find out that um, it was advertised as a G-Sync monitor, but in actuality, it is a G-Sync compatible oh, monitor. Yeah, that, that so happened. it doesn't have the G-Sync architecture in the monitor like I thought I was buying. Right. So the, it, so and I spent it. way more money to get it as a G-Sync monitor. Yeah. yeah. So the way G-Sync works, uh, for those who don't know, it is like me. Uh, a type of technology. It's an actual chip. So it's like a, a literal device that goes into a monitor that then the the graphics card could basically read and then copy. So if um, you have an NVIDIA card and a G-Sync display and your game is running at, say, uh, 53 FPS, it would set the monitor's refresh rate to 53. This makes the the choppiness go away. Okay, so, so it like smooths it out. It basically. smooths it out because Specifically, it's... Specifically, Bob, what you would not see is screen tearing, yeah. which is when your eyes hit a frame where half of the frame is rendered on one frequency and half of the frame is rendered on another frequency because the monitor is mid-refresh. So you literally see a tear across the screen. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So if you've ever played like a really laggy game and you're like moving around and you see like the whole screen getting a little wavy. Mm -hmm. and so what G-Sync is supposed to do is basically cut the monitor's refresh rate to the same refresh rate as the graphics card so that it's not doing that. So it's really nice. Um, but it was really, really expensive because you're putting a literal chip into a monitor. So mm -hmm. G-Sync uh, monitors were usually, uh, I've been buying them. more. Uh, at minimum, two hundred dollars more. Yes. Um. So then, and then FreeSync came out. FreeSync came out. Then Nvidia started branding things as G-Sync compatible. Well, so which what they means did it was, didn't have the chip, but it was a software dupe. Well, yes and no. So once AMD caught on with FreeSync, um, no chip, it just works. You put the thing in the monitor, and it was compliant, and it worked. Yay! Adaptive um, Sync. What was was it? It was FreeSync. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Same thing. Okay. Um, so that happened. So then NVIDIA was like, okay, uh, let's change it up. And I think there are now three or four versions of G-Sync. The top one is G-Sync Ultimate, which is like fucking insane. It's supposed to be like HDR up to like a certain brightness where you could basically play in the sun. Um, <laughs> and then there's G-Sync Normal. Then there's G-Sync uh, Compatible. So the top two have the chip in them and then are just like either really good screens or the screens have met um, the compatibility of like sRGB is like 98% up or something. And like you needed to, f they need to test the hardware. Mm -hmm. So because FreeSync was available on fucking everything and video was like, okay, let's just make it compliant with like a lot of monitors that would otherwise have failed because either the screens weren't, like good enough or one of the tests are failing. So we'll just make it compatible. And then that was the release. And yes, it's software versus the chip. It still works. Um, just not as well. Not as well because you don't have the chip. Right, right. So I, there is more to it. Sometimes it fails, not because you don't have the chip, but because the screen isn't as good or the refresh rate wasn't hitting a certain whatever. They are very strict. I, I will give NVIDIA that. They are very strict about their testing for what actually gets uh, G-Sync certified. So well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, those, I'm those, excited. Oh, go ahead, Bob. No, no, go ahead. Continue. I was I was going to change the topic. If you got something else to say on this, go ahead. And, nope, you're good. Oh, I got okay. one about specifically GPUs in, in general. Same. Go ahead. Uh, so the Chinese market have released a GPU. Um, oh, yeah. I heard about this. It's terrible. Is it? Uh, it's pretty much like a 10-year-old graphics card at this point. It could run Crisis. So <laughs> they, they did the test. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't... Intel also, Intel also released recently released their own video card. I actually love that Intel released their own graphics card. They're called Arc. Good. They started fucking terrible. breeds innovation. Yeah. So more competitors in the market, not was, just two fucking manufacturers jerking themselves off right now. So it, we're better. No, well, that's, we're better. That's the best money. thing that Intel is doing. They release cards at I think it's two ninety nine and three ninety nine. And at first, I would have never recommended anyone buy them because, like, they were good on paper, but, like, as mid-range cards. Like, if you mm -hmm. needed a graphics card, I would have been like, yep, buy one. Um, but they were terrible because the software just wasn't there. The software was ass. The driver was ass. Compatibility was ass. And you could tell it's the software and not the architecture because in some games, they perform amazing. Well, so it was 100% the architecture. Because there's no DX9 compatibility. Because it's built, it, their, the new Intel chip is 100% built on Vulkan, which is DX like 10 up. Okay. So basically, oh, any. Oh, so older games, it runs like shit. Older games were oh, ass. So like, that makes so much more sense. So Thank like, uh, glo uh, Global Offensive was terrible. It was getting like right. 150 FPS. This is a game that's been out since 2008. <laughs> like, yeah. it should be getting like. So on my card, I could probably hit about 650 FPS. I was going to say, like a brand like, new 4090, you might be pushing a thousand yeah, you, frames in yeah. CSGO. So like, you know, and then like League of Legends was on there and they were getting like 30. So it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, so what they did, it's been, a few, it's been a few months now, it's been out, and they redid their driver and they found, I think it was from Linux, somebody was using a, a tool to basically emulate DX9 on like Ooh, Linux machines. Nice. And Intel was like, oh, I think we could use that. So they did. It's open source. They modified it and saw like a 65 to 110% performance increase across the board. So, hey, damn. Jimmy, you know a lot about video cards? We hear it Intel want to make a video <laughs> card. Can you make us an approximate facsimile of a video card? Yeah, sure, boss. I could do that. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> this is a working video card, but it kind of sucks. You didn't ask me if I was good at it. <laughs> so that's I have a theoretical degree in physics. Like, <laughs> oh, my well, so God. <laughs> deep cut New Vegas reference. Yes. Thank you. So that's... um. <laughs> that's like the biggest thing right now with with Intel is and like everyone in general like this Chinese one on paper it's a really strong video card but the drivers suck video cards are hard like I, I know everyone just takes for granted that like you just plug it in and it works drivers and people using it are usually what fixes a lot of bugs in products um, and it's a separate architecture than regular computer processors. Yeah. They, they're they not focused on the same things that a CPU is focused on as the main component of your computer. So the chip architecture development is completely separate. And they've been at this for like 30 years. They kind of have a head start. But Intel is out here now at like a third the price bringing relatively decent 
all things considered, really good performance for like the price value. And did, then they fucking lowered the price. Didn't they say that they were like <laughs> equivalent performance for, for recent cards? It's stuff that's priced at like $5.99 right now. Uh, they are equivalently now with this new update. They are now beating cards in like the $6.99 area. Jeez. At wow. like, I think they lowered the price to $2.50 and $3.50. Good. So that's great. And then so this, what you're saying is that could be a good upgrade for me. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yep. Because um, you're like you're not looking at cards that are like 4090 Founders Edition, like no. anything yeah. like that. Like you don't play games competitively enough that you would need like 250 frames in a, no. in a attack shooter with all your settings on low and playing hyper sweat. No, no, you want to play a game that looks good and you want it to be accessible. Yeah. Right. I drive a car. Yeah. I drive a pretend race car in circles and then record right. them and put them up on YouTube. Like, so that, yeah. that's the other big thing now, which leads me full circle back to AMD with um, super um, their whatever they call their DLSS. Um, I think it's super sampling something, something, whatever, whatever. Um, or Fidelity FX. I think that's what it's called. Fidelity FX. If you said the wrong answer and told me it was the right answer, I wouldn't know enough yeah. to contest it. So. One of those. Yeah. Um, one of those things you said, probably right. So they uh, are doing the same thing now. And a lot of games are using that um, because of things like the Steam Deck. Um Oh yeah, I forget. I always forget the Steam Deck is a thing. So there are companies now that are copying it and doing it better, which is great because we're about to have like a really cool ass portable market of like actual powerful ass PCs in your hand. Yeah. Um. It's, so doesn't Nvidia cool. have a service like that too? I heard that was pretty good. That's cloud gaming. So the Steam Link or the Steam Deck can mm. actually play on the device, which is why the super oh. sampling is really important because it uses an AMD chip. So you could super sample now. And basically play the game like a triple A game that would be otherwise unplayable on a like a, a an ultra book or like whatever. Yeah. And you could play it now at like hmm. good frame rates because it's using AI to kind of like Fake frames. put things together. <laughs> um so it works great. It's in Apex. Uh, is it? I, I believe DLSS is in, in Apex. Oh. You can get even more FPS. It's uh not the the frame one, it's uh you lower the resolution and then it kind of like AI generates like what textures should be there. Uh, I um, gotcha. Most of the time, you'll never even notice it's on. I, I have to ask though, with all of that and with the AI essentially filling in the gaps, mm -hmm. how does that work with a game online like Apex where it's a little more, fa it's more fast paced, you know, that you're shooting, you have case. to hit your box. Like, so that is the use case where you would see the detriment for it because especially when tap strafing was in Apex where you were constantly moving back and forth really quick. I actually bought a 165 hertz monitor because my 60 hertz monitor could not keep up with how fast people were tap strafing. Wow. So I like I had, like I said, bought this monitor, the G-Sync compatible monitor, and immediately I saw a damage output increase in the game because I could actually follow a character back and forth as they tap straight <laughs> mm -hmm. because I could actually fucking see it. Yeah. Can you imagine having, let's say nine of those frames in between each real frame be estimated and trying to do that? It'd yeah. be fucking impossible. Yeah. yeah. So the way the Apex uses the DLSS, it's all resolution based. It's not doing the frame thingy. Mm -hmm. uh, what it does is um, say uh, the, the bush over here, uh, 
it's gonna kind of fill in some of that 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 foliage to make it look cleaner because it would look more blocky okay. because it's an, it's a lower resolution. We're gonna clean that up. We're gonna make it less blocky. Okay. So it's it's not like insert frame here. Oh, there's a bush over there. We think it's more of like okay. we're gonna clean that wall that very clearly looks like shit. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna wipe that. So it'll it'll basically take the plant behind me and say okay. This is here. Yeah. We're going to make that a little yeah. more full. So what, what would be like, like... to use as like a visual representation, right. obviously, what, for the viewer. What would be like eight blocks they're going to like clean and put the leaf back on? I also want to point out that <clears throat> a lot of this technology completely bypasses my, my hatred of AI art mm. because it's not stealing an artist's work. It's mm-hmm. using an artist's work and only the game developer artist's work to optimize what you see yes, in a right. video game, so, which I think is really cool. So DLSS, uh, I don't know about Super Sam because I don't know how AMD does it, but I know with NVIDIA, it is actually machine learned. So when hmm. when yeah. the developer gives them a game that has DLSS in it, uh, NVIDIA goes and just basically has the AI just like generate the whole game and look around and hundreds of thousands of times to get a sense of what each asset looks like from different angles and different lighting and different blah, blah, blah. And it uses those images to create the image that fills in the gap. Technology is so cool. It started off fucking awful. Like, (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. I remember I was playing a game that had like a, a grate, like a, like a sewer grate. And at some point, so great. It was just (laughs) empty. There was just nothing there. There were no grates. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Here uh, so, like, you would walk closer, Bob and you would walk closer, everybody. and you would walk closer, and then all of a sudden the grates would just appear, and you're like, oh, there they uh, are. rendered, yes. Because um, that was the real render. That wasn't the DLSS render. Then you would walk back up, and the grates just start to meld and fucking become, like, demonic, and then and then I think 2.0 came out, and it was a little bit cleaner, and now I think we're at 3.0. <laughs> I'm watching Violet eat the lettuce off your planter. <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to eat the catnip not the lettuce well she really likes the lettuce <laughs> I, I just look up and I, I just hear just go crumb, crumb. <laughs> you fucking dinosaur <laughs> it's literally she's going I'm after it the Jurassic Park theme in my head <laughs> and just, do, 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 do. sorry everybody we're that, having a cat moment right now I can see that they've gotten like three or four leaves there is yeah <laughs> I really, for the next episode we do, just have to put we a should just set there. up the second camera, <laughs> not on a tripod, just just enough for me to hand cam yeah, and yeah. get a shot because we have baby sleeping on the floor over here. Yeah, that that just happened with the uh, the lettuce. I, I think next week we need to have handheld cat cam. My um, cats are I'm, idiots. I'm game. They we're, cat wrong. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it work, chat. We promise. <laughs> we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. There will be a cat moment next week. So, I guess, going through all of that, I guess that natural progresses to the next topic I had, which are, laptops are going to be fun again. I'm intrigued. So, CES this year came, came and went, and do you remember when cell phones were fun? When they oh, were just yeah. all over the fucking place, where you just... Everybody had a weird fucking thing they were trying with their cell phones from every company. Oh my god, the chocolate, yeah. the juke, the sidekick, yeah. like just the weird shit that phone companies are yeah. like, 
Yeah, the, but not recently. Right? Well, no. Because well, like the, the recent one that happened, iterations have been all the same phone with a slightly faster uh, processor and a slightly better camera. Yeah, and that's been like the past seven iterations of. Yeah, software. so the fold is starting to happen, which is fun. We're starting to get foldy stuff and and pullable stuff that was in CES. The fold where, like, it'll makes be me a, uncomfortable. It'll be like a tablet like this, uh, but you could pull it this way to make it wider, or you could pull it this way to make it longer, which was neat. Um, so the, that's on the horizon. Right. Uh, LG, right before they decided to not make phones anymore, made the weirdest fucking phone I've ever seen in my life. It was um, this way, and then you would you would take the top three quarters of the display and then flip it sideways to basically make uh, an uppercase T. And what? Yeah, that was that was a thing that they made. That was released. You could buy that. That's a that's a thing. I don't know why. In I th- theory, I, I could think see it was that working. I think it was for social media. I think it was for like yeah. influencers. It was. I could Ugh. see because remember the flip cam. Yeah. When it was like it was basically your like the size of your phone. Yeah. And it would have like the camera there, and you just kind of hold it up just like you do with your cell phone now. Mm-hmm. I could see that crossing over with that phone. Because if I'm sitting here looking at my phone right now, yeah, and I take the top like three, like probably two thirds of my phone, mm-hmm. and switch it sideways, I could hold my phone and watch a video, right? Because it's I think that's easier weird. to hold my phone this way. And there was still a keyboard on the bottom because yeah. there's still screen on the bottom. Yeah, then it is to hold my phone this way and watch yeah. a video so while holding it. I, th- I think we're at the the crux here of like phone sizes and phones. Just should not get bigger than this. No, oh, they, they're gonna. Uh, <laughs> unless you can make them smaller. Uh, they're making them thinner, and the bezels are getting smaller and smaller. Well, here's so. my problem. If I'm using my phone one-handed, I really can't touch anything down here. Yeah. Or up here. That's, I a, have to, that's a you problem. Eh, right? <laughs> but I have big hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I got big, meaty claws, and I still have a hard time, like... Yeah. Getting to the very top, you know. I don't so, think I'm ever going to buy a phone with a larger screen area in this because this is already too much screen area for me to comfortably use in one hand. Well, remember the memes, too, of, like, when iPhone came out with the 7 and the 7 Plus? Oh, yeah, the original. It was going to be, like, that long. Yeah, and they're like, oh, now it's the iPhone 79, and it's, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like three feet tall. Hopefully, we're never going to get something like that. Obviously, we're not going to get something that big. But, but like, we are going to get to that point because yeah. the, the newest thing now is Roll. It's uh, roll screens. Like uh, you could buy a but TV that, that's what that I'm rolls. Saying. If if it, I don't has a it. separate use case for me using it two handed and one handed. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like if I have the option to make it small enough to fully interact with it in one hand. So that's that's, that's, that's where they're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that is the future. But like I'm so, not gonna walk around with a tablet in my pocket and be like whip that out and try to text somebody like. <laughs> No, it's like your grandmother. That was like that was the point of on an iPad. Like (laughs) the fold was you have a regular phone, and then when you need a tablet, open it. That was the gist. Phone, tablet. But people kept reporting issues with the actual fold line. Oh, you mean that? That right there? (laughs) That big, yeah, big black thing in the middle that's no longer a functioning screen. I almost got one because my friend worked for Samsung, and he was like, "Hey, I have two phones." anybody wanted to upgrade and I had like a decently old like an uh an S9 or something like that whatever generation three generations of Samsung phone was again and I went over his house and he was like I have a fold and I have the S21 Ultra and I was like 
which is better? And he was like, well, the fold's really cool because blah, blah, blah. And I texted Joe and I was like, don't you have the fold? And he was like, yeah, I do. I was like, should I get it? I have the opportunity to get one pretty cheap. He was like, no, do not. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to fucking hate it. Just get the 21 Ultra. And that was the right choice. And that is what scares me with getting a phone that folds or rolls or extends or anything like that. Because the weakest point of any object Mm -hmm. is going to be the part that moves. Well, you know what I mean? We're getting there. We're not there yet. Exactly. I thought this has been three iterations. I bought the three. I thought with three, it was pretty good. They said they fixed a lot of issues. Uh, nope, not there yet. <laughs> but uh, so that led to CES this year with the laptops where they're starting to put this technology in bigger shit. And it is fun. They had... Uh, they had 16-inch laptops, so about our size laptop, mm-hmm. right? Except that was one giant screen. Oh. And the keyboard part was the screen, and the trackpad part was the screen. Or you could have like a Bluetooth, huh. uh, you could have like a Bluetooth keyboard that basically magnetized, locked on top of it. So now you had a traditional laptop with a real keyboard, or you could take the keyboard off, put it on the floor, take the monitor, turn it sideways, unfold it all the way, and now you have like a 24-inch monitor on the go with your keyboard and mouse right here. So huh. I was like, yes, yes, it's happening. Fun, fun stuff again. And they're making them thinner and they're making them lighter because they're starting to use friggin' magnesium, uh, uh, ma- I think it's magnesium alloy, so the laptops are like 1.9 pounds. Wow. Jeez. Like fully loaded, not just the shell. Your whole laptop, 1.9 pounds. Holy crap. Uh, That's wild. Yeah. And I'm like, they're starting to put OLEDs, like mini LEDs on the on the laptop screens now. As long as the fucking screen doesn't break when I close it. Well, the biggest thing now with mini LEDs is that when they're off, they're off. So the screens are like insane. And with that comes battery life. So now they're over here like... 15 to like 23 hours of battery on. Wow. Like we are at that point now. We are even um, testing right now. They're doing 15 hours. I bought a $2,000 yeah. laptop. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, you still got like a, another like year before this starts to hit the market, uh-huh. but uh, it, it's starting to get fun. There's starting to get fun stuff going yeah, on. I, the- I haven't purchased a laptop since I bought my 2010 MacBook Pro that I was told I would need in college. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're a communications Mac. major. You need a Mac. And I'm like, <clears throat> all right, yeah, I need a Mac. It's, so that was it's a fucking for your, uh It's for your... It was literally because they're like, oh, you're a communications major. Oh, you want to work in TV, so uh, you have image. to get Final Cut Pro. Oh, that's what, that's what it was? It was literally just to get Final Cut Pro, and I'm like... Wow. Um, I don't want anything to do with TV, but cool. And they're like, no, no, you need a Mac. I spent, uh, $4,000 on my laptop in 2016. I remember that. That was one with dual 980s, right? Yeah. It had two video cards. It had a desktop processor in it. It had brand new. This was when NVMe drives just came out. Spent two thousand dollars on NVMe drives, man. Because uh, I wanted five hundred and twelve gigs twice, so I rated them so I can get one terabyte of SSD. the The laptop was absolutely insane. Weighed nineteen and a half pounds. Oh my <laughs> god! 
I big old chunky boy. I had a, a a laptop bag, which was basically just an Alienware backpack because this is the only <laughs> thing it'll fit in. It's like two inches thick. I think it was insane. God. Well, last <laughs> did week, it survive? What my back? No, <laughs> irreparable <the> damage. <laughs> well, I will say, like I I will shit on Mac as much as anyone else. Like I even though yes, I have an iPhone and an Apple Watch, like. <laughs> whatever smell cool. that bob <laughs> smells like hypocrisy i know um <laughs> as much as i will shit on him i my 2010 macbook pro is still alive and kicking mm. i haven't had knock on wood haven't had to replace anything <laughs> i've had to take it to like their like apple's tech support twice mm-hmm. because the motherboard is just like mm, no sometimes mm. <laughs> but okay whatever now, if I take it there, they're going to be like, yeah, you need to buy a new one. Mm. They won't even, like, look at it because yeah, no, it's so old. Out of warranty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for now, it's still live. I just need to get a new battery. And that's something I plan on purchasing soon and will do on the show. Like That's, that's surprisingly most laptops these days. Um, there are a couple that are shit. Looking at you, Microsoft, you make the software, but your hardware is ass. It's terrible. I my CEO wanted them, and I was like, "No." He's like, "I'm gonna buy one." I'm like, "Don't." And then he bought one. And it was the, it was <laughs> the, the surface the Surface Book. It was the one that was like foldable. Yeah, you could like take the tablet part off. We went through. We owned two. We went through six. <laughs> yeah. My you ever see the one. NFL videos of them? Oh my god, just throwing them, like smashing oh them because god. they're so frustrating. Yes. Yeah. Good. One less we need to worry yeah. about. And <laughs> honestly, that is such a great, also not great, uh, advertisement for Microsoft. Right? Like, like NFL yelling at them like, and throwing them. So dumb, damn. <laughs> Shatters Just everywhere. shooting them on the <laughs> sidelines. Hey, Plaxico Burris hasn't played in the, in the uh, NFL in a while. Uh, put, that, put that in the new NFL Blitz. We can't we can't do violence to players anymore, so let's just do crazy shit on the sidelines. Yeah. And, oh, well, think about it. They can do that product placement. They'll make more money. And the player can just destroy the Microsoft Surface TM, right. you know, Microsoft Surface tackle of the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just a video of them tackling the tablet. Yeah. <laughs> just replace the player model with a tablet. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, even, like, speaking of AI, like, AI, even within the last, like, month or so, has been such a huge, yeah, blah, yeah. like, thing. You know, because beforehand, anytime anyone ever said AI, you'd think of two things. You'd either think of, like, sci-fi movies and shit, Mm -hmm. or you would think of, oh, I fed a bot, you know, 75 hours of TV shows (laughs) and had them create a script. Yeah. And it comes out, Olive Garden, when you're here, you're here. (laughs) Like, whenever anybody said AI to me up until, like, the past two months, all it let me know was that they don't know what the term AI means. Yeah. Yeah. So there was either... Machine learning, which was the big the big one, uh, or uh, machine learning. This is it. Yeah. It was either art, which is mostly stolen because it was learning, uh, or it was all stolen. Learning languages, and then that's not as easy to steal because you're just learning how to speak. Yeah. Um, but now with Chat G G D P T GPT GPT, uh, what does that mean? What does that stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Words. Chatty boy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Giga chat. Yeah. 
Yeah, you Ooh, get I jet. like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I I've been feeding it dumb shit uh, over the past couple weeks. You had some pretty good ones. I asked it to to write a song about a stupid dog, uh, and it was hilarious. And then I asked it to write a song about a cat, which was also funny, but not as funny as the stupid dog, because it got, it put some neat rhymes in there. Um, you asked it why squirrels hate me. I asked it why squirrels hate him. And then it, it ended up giving me a pretty good list. But the last one on the list was that, uh, was it you were soft, basically? Yeah, basically called me a wimp. <laughs> yeah, the, the squirrels think you're soft, and yeah. so they're going to keep going at you, so, I think was the end of it. Yeah, GPT <laughs> is generative pre-trained transformer. They had to put transformer. More than fucking the Musk. eye. They just had to put transformer in there. So... Uh, and then the new one, uh, which we're going to get a kick out of this name. I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, Google released their own version called Bard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then they, they already f- implemented and then that f- in Bing? No. Uh, well, that was nah. Microsoft. Or no. Yeah, it's Microsoft. Yeah, that was, was Microsoft, Microsoft basically buying ChatGPT. Yeah. Oh. And wow. so GPT and Bing is like basically the in same cahoots. thing. Which if you think about it. This is paving the way. If they integrate it the right way through Microsoft Office, mm. we're getting Clippy 2.0. <laughs> and not only are we getting Clippy 2.0, we're getting a Clippy that'll actually be helpful. Mm. Hey. Instead of, hey, hey, don't you besmirch Clippy's name. <laughs> instead of, hey, I noticed you're trying to do a thing. Would you like help? Clippy was sassy and perfect. <laughs> he told you you were stupid. And you just had to sit there and agree because you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> you had to sit there and just take the abuse. Yeah, like, you know, I noticed that you're trying to do this. There's a different way to do it. Ain't, like, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody in history had a side eye harder than Clippy. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to write a letter. Do you need help? Yeah, it was fantastic. Clippy, for the win. You're an idiot. Let me help you. I loved it. Right? Loved, that's me now as an IT guy. I just became Clippy. <laughs> it looks like you're about to make a fool of yourself. Try these suggestions. <laughs> I, I love it. I love Clippy. I love everything about it. Um, no, the micro, or, uh, Google is barred. It's it's their own thing. And then they fucked it up day of. it. it they made it do a, a sentence to get about uh, something about space, like a new rocket or a new telescope or whatever. Mm. And then uh, it lied. Just, just oh, no. it was wrong information right out of the gate. Oh boy, their stocks dropped like ten percent, like immediately. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I was like, "Oof, big, big oof, Google. You had one job. You couldn't have checked that ahead of time. Maybe like I don't know, done it beforehand, right?" <laughs> but well, what did what did you 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 so were using it right? My uh, a buddy of mine were in the middle of planning for a friend's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And just for shits and giggles, my buddy goes to ChatGPT and says, hey, plan a bachelor party for these days for Denver, Colorado. And it came back with actually some strangely insightful stuff stuff to do. Like it says, uh, for day one in the morning, go for a hike in the nearby Rocky Mountains for breathtaking views and a bit of adventure. Afternoon, visit a local brewery for a tasting tour and some delicious beer. Evening, have dinner at a steakhouse and enjoy live music. Awesome. Day two, <laughs> in the morning, play golf. Afternoon, visit, you know, museum or Denver Zoo. 
for a cultural experience, evening, visit a nightclub, or a casino mm. for gambling and drinks. All right. Day three, take a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> really goes off the chain. Yeah. I think I think that AI wanted day to... Day four just says do crimes. Yeah, uh, right? Like Day four, shoot me into space. <laughs> Make me your robot overlord. <laughs> Hello, I, I am Clippy. I love the sight of humans on their knees. That <laughs> so, was a joke, Mr. Moreau. I guess it saves some stuff I can't from the allow last you to time. do that. Uh, so I was talking about us on here because I was, I was feeding it information Uh-oh. about our podcast. Oh, no. And I just wanted to, I started asking it, you know, um, give us, give us an episode idea. Give us, you know, whatever. Give us a summary. Um, and, and it, it gave, we should do one of the ideas without saying which one it was <laughs> and then be See like, if it's caught on. <laughs> was this AI or was it us? Oh man! So I, I had it do like three or four of them, uh, and then I think, uh, oh, here's the song about cats, <laughs> and then let me let me sing the dog song, and then here's the dog. Uh, yes. I said, uh, can you write me a song about a dumb fluffy dog? And that's what it came up with. All right, and keep in mind, like this oriented it, like laid it out, verse one, chorus, verse two. So he's a big ball of fur with a wagging tail always happy never fail but when it comes to smarts he's not quite there he's our fluffy dumb dog with a lot of hair chorus <laughs> dumb fluffy dog always by our side making us laugh with a silly pride he may not be smart but he's got a heart we love our dumb fluffy dog right from the start there's a lot more of this <laughs> like it is it is a full song it's a full song and it's it's in a very like typical rhyme scheme yeah so like verse one is rhyme scheme a a a a and then the chorus is a a b b and then that usually continues so like verse two is a a b b and this is all not in like um uh what's the shakespearean uh up Pro- down up down up prose? down no no prose is a type of poetry uh there's a type of rhyme or uh cadence with Shakespearean stuff usually, and I I used to accidentally write in it because it's easy, because mm-hmm. it, it's like a very satisfying rhyme scheme. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's not quite as simple as that, but all of these are like very easy, just, oh, thank you for am watching the chat, iambic pentameter. Oh, so yeah. iambic oh, yeah. pentameter is uh, like, dun, 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 dun. Like that's the, mm-hmm. the scheme, and a lot of Shakespearean works are in that. Um, it's not quite as simple as that, but it is very close in it, a lot of It reminds me of like if you were in like middle school and your teacher was like, I need you to write, write a, a song, song about one of your pets. Yeah. That reminds me of so, what it would be. Yeah. One, of the, one of the jokes <laughs> that I like to make about AI is it <clears throat> like prior to the past couple months, our experience with AI generated things is basically like human adult level having a stroke. Mm. Like some of it kind of makes sense, but not totally. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of guesswork. You can kind of see what it's getting at. Now we're at small child. Yeah. Now, it's, now it's, we're at like 10 year old, right? It's actually kind of creepy. But you, f- you forgot my favorite part, which is the bridge. I didn't forget it. I just didn't sing that far. He, you should have heard the best there. part. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but we wouldn't trade him for anything instead. <laughs> AI call my dog dub. Not the sharpest <laughs> tool in the shed, but we wouldn't trade. Then I tried it to break it. Instead, I, I asked it to divide by zero, 
which it then gave me a good definition of why it can't do that. That was confusing because you said that and scrolled down and all I saw was the entry on NASCAR. Oh, so no. I thought <laughs> that was the answer and had followed so, up. So with the NASCAR one, I oh, was God. I asked it to make NASCAR sound elegant. That's all. Just make NASCAR sound elegant. Noom. And I will say Noom. what the what Noom. chat GPT said is it, it was a, actually it's, it's the gist of why I love the it, sport. It was actually really good. Uh-oh. So uh I'm gonna do the quote part, not the whole reason. Cause it was basically explaining to me why it should be elegant. Uh but it is. Uh, NASCAR is a celebration of speed, skill, and precision. The roar of engines and the thrill of competition are matched only by the sleek beauty of the race cars themselves. The drivers, pushed to the brink of their abilities, navigate the track with grace and precision, ex- uh, executing daring maneuvers and breakneck speeds. The sport is a symphony of sound and motion, a true spectacle of engineering and athleticism. It is a celebration of the human spirit and the limitless potential of technology. In the end, NASCAR is not just a race, but an art form. Yeah. And I was like, I, when, damn. When you sent <laughs> that Sounds to like me. the end of fucking Top Gear. Like, when, <laughs> when you sent that to me, anyway. I, like, I was reading through it, and I'm just like, yeah. Like, this is basically what I see NASCAR. Amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I also asked it why the Doom... 2016 soundtrack is so good it gave me five points well the first time it answered you it answered for the doom 1993 soundtrack which was also really good (laughs) but it doesn't tell you why in that one it just says it's good oh um, why is it good because it's good oh because i I, I stopped it i was i just answered i asked it another question in the middle of it answering gotcha gotcha i was like no (laughs) and then i asked why is rolling a d20 fun to which again it gives you Five oh reasons. God. And they're long reasons. Holy shit. <laughs> like I ask a simple question and it just fucking goes. I should have that the next like character that I create, mm-hmm. I should make Chat GPT create a D character. So for that's me. what a lot of people have been doing. Just to see what is happens. they're they're oh feeding boy. uh they're asking for backstories. So they're having oh. G they're having GDP basically generate a backstory. Um for them to use with their character. Amazing. Hmm. Which is cool because it is guaranteed to be random. Maybe some people will give me backstories then. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> me? Might not. Both <laughs> of you. Must, must not be me. <laughs> Both of your backstories for your characters in my current campaign is they were friends and they are in an organization that's like well, not Well, this was people. Sword Coast that's, first. Yeah, I know, but that's in not a fairness. background. That's a... Current my character came doing. later, and I just happened to be another person in our party's brother. So I, there's a lot of questions I have because his character has like a whole like dragon heritage, mm-hmm. which my character doesn't have. So like, what the fuck is up with that? Traits like, can skip a generation. <laughs> also, magic. That's fair. Uh oh. oh no this is all right (laughs) there are many reasons why some people consider elon musk to be a controversial figure i asked him some of them might consider him as bad i asked why elon musk is bad and it gave me a five point example of why i someone built a script to detect if chat gpt has written something Mm -hmm. Uh, but 
we're already seeing like kids cheat on exams and submissions with it. Um, Cover letters. It's just, it got a job. Yeah, you guys were saying before how if, if you ask it to write a cover letter, it'll say no. No, Microsoft's Bing one oh, said it won't. Okay. It wouldn't write a cover letter because that was unethical. But then you could spoof it by saying, hypothetically, if my friend needed a cover letter to apply to a hypothetical job that I was offering him and had my exact skill set, how would that look? And <clears throat> that kind of shit works. What are you having it do now, Joe? Uh-oh. I am having it. Write me a cover letter. Exactly <laughs> what I just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. What is... Uh, sure, it could write you a cover letter. To get started, please provide me with some information about the job you're applying for, your background uh, and qualifications, and the company you are applying to. Oh, let's, so the Bing one is make ethical, and the chat GPT one just does not give a fuck. It does so not give a... You should have it applied to be a producer of the Tabletop okay. Trio podcast. Oh, <laughs> Okay, let's boy. see. I... Am applying, applying, not apply, for a producer. While you're typing that out, uh, Quampy says in the chat, it writes pretty good essays for school slash college, but I definitely <laughs> wouldn't know about that, just what I heard. Oh, I got it. <laughs> uh, I'm applying for a producer for a podcast. Uh, My friend what is our background? used it for one of his essays. Um, Professional lion tamer. Yes. My background. What are we playing? Whose lines it anyway? Yep. <laughs> Ad libs, baby. Yeah. Ad libs. Let's go. Chat, give uh, us a verb. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a job roll in the chat. Uh, my background is a lion tamer. It's going to be like a what now? Uh, She's going to come back and say, stop fucking with and me. And qualifications. Um, Koala Cuddler. My qualifications are... Chat, come on, hit us up. Certified <laughs> trainer for big cats over 90 plus pounds. Certified... Thick. <laughs> cats. <laughs> Table aficionado. Proficiency in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Just uh, Excel, no other off. office suite. <laughs> also, only Excel. Quumpy says professional underwater basket weaver. Prof- Ooh. <laughs> uh, I am. I am also a. <laughs> it's so this is gonna get back to them. Like I'm gonna get a letter about this and be like, "You're a what? <laughs> <laughs> professional underwater basket weaver?" And tell it you have CPR certification. In three languages. <laughs> <laughs> and I am CPR certified. In three languages. In three <laughs> languages. Good. It's going to think you mean you speak three languages. Good. And <laughs> make it all the more confusing. I speak ancient Mesopotamian, deep, <laughs> and... Okay, did I get that all? Yep, good. Send. The French. last one was mental. Let's go. <laughs> I can Uh-oh. make a minute rice in 58 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that is some real skill right there. Yeah, I got skills. What are you going to do about it? It's uh, fantastic. All right, let's see. Oh, wow, it's going. All right. Um, Would you like me to read it in the announcer voice? It's it's still typing. Holy crap. It's third paragraph. Yeah, it's at the fourth paragraph. Fourth paragraph. Damn. 
We oh, did she it a lot. Moving. Yeah. Fifth paragraph. Damn. Oh, that was it. Okay. All right. You want me to do it in the there, announcer voice? There you go. <clears throat> All right. Here's what we got for I am applying for a producer for a podcast. My background is a lion tamer. My qualifications are certified thick cats, also only Excel. I, am, <laughs> I think this is going to sound better than what you put in here. Yeah, that's the point. Also, a professional <laughs> underwater basket weaver, and I'm CPR certified in three languages. <clears throat> Dear hiring manager, I am writing to express my interest in the producer position for your podcast. With a background as a lion tamer and a certification in, quote, thick cats, unquote, <laughs> comma, I believe I have the unique blend of skills and experience that would make me a valuable addition to your team. I am confident in my ability to produce a high-quality podcast, having honed my skills in project management and attention to detail as a professional underwater basket weaver. <laughs> And through my CPR certification <laughs> in three languages, I am particularly excited about the opportunity to apply my creativity and passion for storytelling to this role. Oh, I just called this out as bullshit. Really? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> my passion for storytelling. <clears throat> in addition, my experience with Excel will allow me to effectively manage and analyze data to measure the success of the podcast and make informed decisions about future content. I am always looking for new ways to innovate and improve, and I am eager to bring that mindset to your team. <clears throat> I would love the opportunity to further discuss how I can contribute to your podcast and help you achieve your goals. Please do not hesitate to contact me if you have any further questions or would like to schedule an interview. Thank you for considering my application. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Sincerely, ChatGPT. Fantastic. I would hire us. <laughs> you had me at quote thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote thick boys. <laughs> 4am watch says, dang, I use like most of those lines. Yeah. Same. That right. actually sounds like a fucking cover letter yeah. I've submitted. Yeah, that sounds... What's crazy is I could regenerate the response. I had one of my cover letters, quote unquote, once for a restaurant position was, please hire me. I'm eating instant ramen noodles every night. Mm. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy told me I should never tell that to a hiring manager ever again. I didn't really want the job. That's Makes disappointing. Sense. <laughs> oh, it's writing another one. So we oh, can, God. We can see. <clears throat> it might be the same. Or very similar. I don't know. I'm a big fan of the attention to detail as an underwater basket weaver. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was that was fantastic. Uh, it, it looks like it's writing in the same gist, but like the wording is shuffled around a little bit. Um, Did it have a power of precision and attention to detail? It had attention to detail, but not power of precision. It said something else like precision based. Mm. I love how it's like, oh, hey, you can use Excel to monitor data on your podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, finally, my CPR certification in three languages is a testament to my commitment to personal and professional development, as well as my ability to adapt to new situations. <laughs> quick, <laughs> these, quick, they're dying. Andele, andele. Can you imagine? What day? I, I, have the, I have CPR, but I'm not good at, at, um, at developing to new situations. Oh, God, they're dying. I just need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
That aside, I, I do want to say on the topic of CPR, um, we got defibrillator training at my last job, and um, they told us the number one mistake when defibrillating somebody is maintaining contact with the yes. person who's getting defibrillated. Mm. If you defibrillate somebody and a part of your body is touching them, you will also get defibrillated and it will knock you out. Yeah. So then there will be one dying and one unconscious person to then deal with. Yeah. And then the new guy has to figure it out. But does he know yeah. the problem? Oh God, which one was the one with the original emergency? <laughs> They're both holding the paddles. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the electrodes on them. Oh God, they both have the electrodes. <laughs> Why meanwhile, is one meanwhile, stuck to the other guy's inner thigh? I don't understand. <laughs> meanwhile, one of you is wearing like a Pokemon onesie and the other actually has the electrodes on them. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So I guess before we uh, we, we, we wrap up, I, yes. have, I have a thing that I bought. Uh -oh. oh no. I was at the store. I saw this. I double taped. What the fuck? I triple taped. I rubbed my eyes to make sure I wasn't seeing shit. Give me that. This is hers kettle cooked famous appetizers charcuterie board flavored. I, I need to see. I see something on the back that's incredibly unsettling. How much crap do you have to put on these chips for a bag of potato chips this size to mm -hmm. hit 340 calories? Holy the shit. The whole charcuterie board. There better be goddamn salami in here. That would be hilarious. <laughs> All right, pop it open. Oh, boy. I am terrified. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I want to smell it. Oh, fuck, it was in there. Was that a childproof lock? Jesus. Does it smell like a charcuterie board? Let me see. It smells like an egg roll. Oh, no. It smells like fucking potato chips. Ew. What a letdown that was. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just smells like plain potato chips. It smells like potato chips that like have some kind of seasoning on them, but I don't know what. Yeah. I see green and red. I see specks of green and specks of red. Speaking of specks of red, uh oh. do you know what paprika actually is? No. Because I got my mind fucking blown today. I thought it was like a fucking herb or a tree. I was going to try to grow it in that fucking thing. Turns out it's ground lizard. It's just ground fucking bell pepper. What? Yeah. How's that any different than pepper flakes? Gr ground pepper, like the bell pepper, the outside. Yeah. Pepper flakes are on the inside. Really? Really. That's mm. strange because I don't really like bell peppers that much, but I really like paprika. Uh-huh. Oh, mm. wow. Wild. Are you ready to try this fucking chip? I guess. Well, because paprika is more smoke, so maybe it's like smoked ground. Which is also weird because I hate smoked things. <laughs> Let's eat this chip. <laughs> the hole gets deeper. So chips. That's a lot of salt. Okay, that is a lot of salt. I taste salami. I don't like that I taste salami. These do taste good, though. I don't get salami out of it. Maybe this isn't what I got. <laughs> it almost tastes like really salty bacon bits. Mm. Yeah. Like it has that like meat adjacent. Flavor. I get a little bit of olive out of there. I'm not getting any olive. No. Mm. I'm going to try one more. See if it's the same experience. On the tail end, I taste more meat. I don't know if I like it. 
This might be one of those things where I'm like, eh, I don't know. But then I realize I finished the bag. I think See, I know. I think I, I know like what the it. problem is. I need wine. <laughs> I like it, but not enough to eat that bag for 340 calories. No. no. I'd rather eat something I like more for 340 mm-hmm. calories. Also, I don't, I don't really get charcuterie board out of that at all. I just get potato chip. Yeah. Yeah. I get, strangely, I can't pick what flavor it oh. is potato chip. I get what they flavored it after. The flavor is charcuterie board. It's the wood that the charcuterie was sitting on. Ah, there it is. Now I understand. Does it say what specific? You know what? That is why it tastes like tastes meat adjacent because the board was adjacent <laughs> to meat. The thing that's throwing me off is that they have pickles on the charcuterie board. Why? Are those? Oh, those are pickles. Like the, the little fuck? ones that are still whole? Yeah. No, yeah. Like little gherkins. Oh, no, I've seen that a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen pickles on a shirt. Shir- shir- That's <laughs> actually I can say that's good. Fine for you, but Joe, mm. you have seen pickles on a charcuterie board because one of my house parties I mm. had pickles on a charcuterie board. Shout out to Allie. Yeah, I'm used to uh, a ton of olives and cheese. Before I'm watched this, what demographic are they even aiming for with those people uh, who have never had a charcuterie board? That one. And don't know what one tastes like. Redneck charcuterie. Man, those are some fancy charcuterie So what they boards. do is they get a cutting board. They pour these on it. They cut out the little part that says charcuterie board. And then they put like a piece of cheese and uh, some makeshift uh, wine, um, like grapefruit juice wine that they freaking stilled in Welch's their backyard. only the best. A redneck <laughs> charcuterie board <laughs> is a bunch of... Cold cuts stacked up on a boat oar. Ooh. <laughs> My favorite is if you read the title as is. It's uh-huh. hers kettle cooked appetizer. What is it? Appet- great appetizer charcuterie board flavored chips. So the only thing that could be potentially charcuterie flavored in here is part skim milk. Mozzarella cheese. Okay. I didn't get that part taste of the all. flavoring. Uh, and then yeast extract, spices, non-fat, de- uh, non-fat dry milk, garlic powder. I can kind of do the tr- garlic powder. What would be garlicky on a charcuterie board? The pickles? Probably I the meat. if they're very specific Maybe? type of pickles. I don't, uh, are garlic meat? I mean, there's also one of the main ingredients is onion powder. What's onion on a charcuterie <laughs> that, board? Too? That's what I'm saying. Uh, there's him. only one person I'd have, have ever met in my whole life that would eat onion off a charcuterie board, oh, and it's my. I wife. was right. That is the red shit on here. It's paprika. Nailed it. Four <laughs> <laughs> uh, M Watch says you must bring these to Normandy to test the th- to, to test the theory and bring boxed wine as okay, well. Here you go. Uh, on the on the the second to last. Uh, ingredient on here, which means the least amount. Uh, salt is on the bottom, which is surprising because I taste salt the most. Oh, yeah. Um, natural smoke flavor is all the way at the bottom. Yeah, I don't get a smoky taste at all. Mm. Me either. There's a lot of yellows, reds, and blues in here, though. Listen, if I'm going to burn Yum. 350 calories on something, it's not going to be chips that just taste like salt. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, mozzarella and milk in here. I'm not tasting any of it. Honestly... Like, having been watching my calories recently, learning to respect enjoying what I'm eating has been, like, at a whole new level. Yeah. Because, like, I have to be so tight with the calories. That one was different. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd trip with smoky. I have to be so tight with the calories that like if I eat something as a small snack and it's gross, I'm not wasting the calories swallowing it. I'll spit it out. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, I bought a package of Greek yogurt that was supposed to have like black cherry in it mm-hmm. and I opened it up and ate it. And even with the black cherry started, it just tastes like Greek yogurt. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm literally not wasting 150 calories on this. Yeah. I'll go eat a piece of fucking chocolate and enjoy it rather than eat something tasteless. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to eat things just to fill me up. I'll just suffer and be hungry. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like eating is supposed to be an enjoyable experience. That's why like a lot of people who try calorie counting and diets don't make food that's good. And it's not hard. Like if you're going to bake chicken, like put seasoning on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's zero calories. It makes it taste better. Mm-hmm. But I like I have friends that are har- hardcore bodybuilders or builders that are like just grilled chicken and rice, no seasoning, no topping, no nothing else and vegetables. And they're like, they will just put those things in an oven not the rice, but they'll just put the vegetables never know. in the chicken yeah. in the oven and cook them like that. And they're like, oh, my diet food sucks. Or I'm so manly. And it's like, bro, season it. Yeah. <laughs> Make it taste good. Yeah. Little, You don't have to suffer. Like, pinch of salt, pinch of pepper, little Italian seasoning, maybe some garlic powder if you're feeling frisky. Oh, like, yeah. And all that is no calories. Yeah. Although I know some people avoid the salt because it makes you retain water. But yeah. still. Salt, no. But pepper, garlic powder. Let me try one more. Well, piece. you can't be... Uh, Garlic powder is also mostly salt as a heads up. Really? Yep. <clears throat> it's like a 50-50 split. It's like the equivalent of plankton. Like SpongeBob plankton. <laughs> 50% seaweed, 50% hot gas. <laughs> Me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I feel like that's a pretty good jumping off point for us here. Um, unless you have chat GPT running something. I do. I, I, <laughs> I asked it to make diet food taste good. The top one says add spices and herbs. Let's spices. go. <laughs> and then use healthy fats such as olive oil and avocado, which is another duh. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good jumping off point. I got a lot of cheese on that chip. Yeah, it's a like lot. very, you know what? I guess charcuterie-esque. There is a right way to eat chips and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. You have to lay the, the whole chip on your tongue. No, I open it from the bottom. Really? Oh, because you get all the seasoning think about on it. the bottom? It's sitting on the shelf like yeah, this the yeah. whole time. Mm. There's going to be seasoning on top of the chips. That is all going to fall down to the bottom. Mm. At least if I flip it upside down, all of that is going to be on the top, but also trickle back down to the bottom, which is now the top. You're making a lot and of it, sense here, Bab. And it like, it's like the burger method all over the again. rest of the bag. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So open your bag of chips from the bottom. Your chips will taste good or better. Better. That makes sense. Well, anyway, everyone looks at me like I'm crazy when I'm sitting there eating a bag of chips upside down. They're like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, it tastes better. Keep in mind, you also don't have to explain yourself. You could just look someone dead in the eye and be like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> that's, I, I have, like, that's how you end up. Because of my ADHD, I do have like a problem reading and Allie suggests all these amazing books that I know I'd love and I don't read them. And whenever she's like, oh, you should read this. It's amazing. I will just look her square in the eye and go, I can't read. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it, sometimes it's so cumbersome just to focus on even like work, short work emails. Can't do it. That I'm like, if I tried to sit down and read a book after like three pages, half an hour would have passed and I would have just skipped back up. I would have mind wandered away. Mm-hmm. I was using uh, Amazon for that. Audio books? I was just audio books. Yeah, yeah. Read to me. That's I'm how stupid. I did the name of the wind. I uh, 
I just on the train up listened to an audiobook. And even then, I still had to rewind some sections. Because mm. my oh, brain yeah. no, I, like, I still... I'd hear imagery oh, yeah. being spoken about like whatever the uh, the author wrote, and then I just start thinking about it. And then I'd realize that the narrator was still talking and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I, fuck, rewind, yeah. rewind, rewind. I do that with podcasts. Like I, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I've said this one before. I, I'll listen to Critical Role podcasts and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I'm driving, I'm probably listening to that. Right. I'll sit there and they'll say something and I'll be like, oh, that would be a good idea for a character. If I do this and then do this and they'd be doing this and what would they sound like? Maybe they would sound like this. And <laughs> I would go off on a whole tangent. Next thing you know, they're in the, in the middle of a fight. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I I do that with audiobooks too. I, if I if I see myself starting to wander off because I could catch it, yeah. I'll just pause. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna think about this one for a second. <laughs> yeah, but uh, maybe if I knew to do that, maybe if like when I started thinking could catch myself like that. Mm-hmm. But it's always like I just snap back to reality. I'm like, oh man, twenty minutes have passed. What's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah, it's like shit. All right, I should probably go do something else now. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, as always, thank you all so much for hanging out with us in the chat. Um, you can always follow us on all the different social medias, Tabletop Trio. You'll find us there wherever. Uh, we are now officially everywhere you find podcasts. We did the app. Uh, super fun. We finally did it. I, uh, I was able to hit publish the very next day. All right. Wow. So uh, I'm going to have to look. I haven't had time really this week to look for us in the Apple podcast uh thingamahoos it but uh, yes the thingamahoos it. we uh we should be up there um and yeah <clears throat> uh as always if you are a podcast listener thank you you could watch us live on twitch wednesday nights eight o'clock eastern ish give or take uh tuesdays we also try to stream something around eight o'clock eastern as well uh we've been doing a lot of stardew valley we might think about changing it up soon hit us up with suggestions you know, we'll always take whatever you guys want to see us play we'll find a way to play it so uh, as always, thank you for that. And for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this has been Tabletop Trio. Thank you all so much. <laughs> that is the wrong button. Error. <laughs> Perfect button, though. Honestly, um, that's better. But as always, thank you for hanging out with us. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Bob from the Tabletop Trio Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you give us a follow, a like, subscribe, whatever you want to do here on podcasts. Don't forget, you can watch everything live Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, twitch.tv slash tabletop trio. And uh, yeah, make sure you give us that like, follow, and a whole lot more. And we'll see you soon. Bye.